from Liz Gets Loaded. The money kind of loaded, but I do like to sit in my closet and drink wine and make podcast episodes about money and anxiety. I have both. I'm glad you're here. Okay. Hello. It's Thursday. So this is a mixed drinks episode. I have one thing I mostly want to talk about and then a, and then a couple other things, but I just got to dive into this first. I don't know why, but I love this argument on the internet about whether getting up early will change your life or not. <laughs> I, 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 I'm worried that I'm being like a little bit complainy and a little bit snarky and I'm trying not to be, but this just really makes me laugh. Like I, I'm sure you've seen this, right? There are people who are like, here's how I live my best life. Step one, wake up at 5 a.m. Step two, like drink a bunch of water and lift weights or whatever. I don't know. So here's an actual tweet. Waking up at 5.45 a.m. solves 99.9% of daily issues. The first reply, uh, that tweet, by the way, uh, or sorry, it's a thread. It's not a tweet. Got a thousand likes. First response gets even better at 4.30 a.m. And like, I, okay, I have a lot to say about this, but then I love how like someone retweeted it and said, my aura ring says this is fake news. And someone else said, who else is in that? I'd rather wake up when my body slash mind is rested without an alarm if possible camp. I'm so sick of hearing people say that all of our problems will be solved by getting up early. Okay, I have so many things to say about this. One, I just love the silly argument. There's a lot of arguments on the internet and a lot of them are about really important things like like whether some groups of humans should have basic civil rights or what's the best way to solve poverty or how much do we care about certain groups of people who are dying by preventable things. There's just these very serious things and sometimes you see someone who's wrong on the internet and it's like important, right? They're wrong about something important. And this is not that. This is like, is your life better if you get up early or not? And it's just so silly. And both sides are so passionate. I will tell you right away. I, well, oh gosh. Okay. I was about to say I'm team don't get up early, but here's the thing that I actually want to talk about. I am team get up early. I, in the sense that I wake up very early. Most mornings I wake up before 6am, not because I think that's going to solve all of my life's problems, but because that is just when my body wakes up, especially in the summer, I cannot sleep past when the very first light is out unless I wear a sleep mask. And even then I don't like wearing a sleep mask. So I don't think I sleep that well in it. So I think I wake up maybe 20 minutes later. So in that sense, I am team wake up early, but I'm definitely team wake up whenever you want. And I completely agree that the idea, if anyone is going to feel smug and superior, it's not the people who wake up at four in the morning every day or whatever, because, because also, okay, let me just, where was, where does this end? Right? Oh, if you just wake up at five forty-five every morning, well, it gets even better at four forty-five. Well, it gets even better at three and well, it gets even better at one. I don't sleep at all. <laughs> like it could, I, I am, I get so much joy out of this. I don't know why it really just tickles me. So I personally wake up very early, but it's not a moral thing. I don't feel smug and superior about the fact that I usually wake up before six. Sometimes it's after six, but the last week it's been around 545 most days. That's just when my eyes open. I definitely think someone who says, Hey, waking up when your body is ready to, and just basically doing what I do, just sleeping until you wake up. I think that's the way to go. And a lot of times that means you have set yourself up in life with a level of freedom that most people do not have. I feel, let me be really clear. I feel really lucky that my body wants to wake up that early in the morning 
that that's just the time I wake up. It's very convenient for me. I enjoy that. I like it. I feel zero sense of smug superiority about it. I'm glad it's that way though, because this week I did have to set an alarm. Usually I just don't even set an alarm and I just wake up when I wake up, unless I really have to be somewhere by a certain time and I'll set an alarm as a backup. But this week I was meeting a friend for a walk at 6.30. And so to be on the safe side, I set an alarm for 6. I still woke up before 6, but I usually like to hang out in bed for a little bit longer. Wake up and check email. I do the Wordle. But this particular morning, I had to wake up and pretty much get right out of bed and go do something. And it felt terrible. I really didn't like it. I was like, I want to lay in bed for another 10 minutes. I'm tired. I want to rest. I want to wait until I feel ready, but I wanted to be on time. So I got up and I had this thought, like, is this how most people feel waking up in the morning? Like if you have to be at work at eight, for example, and you have set an alarm for six, is this how it feels? Like, oh, it's too early. I don't want to get up. I want to go back to sleep. Because if I try to follow some of this advice and say, okay, I'm going to wake up at 4.30 every day so I can work out and start on my to-do list and meditate and drink a bunch of water and get all that done by 8 a.m., which by the way, I could do all of that after 8 a.m. Maybe not all of it because I might have to start working and have meetings, but you get the gist. All of those are good, wonderful, healthy practices that you can do any time of day. Anyways, if I decided to do that, if I decided I'm going to get up an hour earlier every day, I'm going to set an alarm and get up before my body wants to wake up and get out of bed, I would be miserable. I would be really sad. I really did not like the way that felt. And it made me think about this idea in general of sort of being proud of yourself for just doing a thing that you already enjoy. And of course, it made me think about personal finance and it made me think about how we applaud or don't applaud different behaviors without a lot of regard for how much the person enjoys them. I don't know if that made sense. Let me give you an example. Maybe this isn't universal, but I think generally there's an idea that people who get up early in the morning are responsible people. I don't know if I buy that, but that's an idea, right? And that people who sleep in are kind of lazy. Again, I don't think that that's true. But if you get up early because you just wake up early because you can't sleep in like me, do I get as much credit as someone who sets an alarm and gets up every morning even though they don't want to? And what about spending money? So I think there are a couple different kinds of people. I think there are people who truly do not want a lot of material items who would not get joy out of them. I've talked about this purse I bought recently It is, I love it. Every time I look at it, every time I carry it, I'm like, oh man, this purse is awesome. And it was $300. And I think there are plenty of people in the world who would say, I, you could give me that purse for free and I still wouldn't be that excited to have it. I wouldn't get any joy out of that purse. I don't like the color. I don't like carrying a purse. This purse does not bring any value into my life. So I don't spend money on purses. So there's someone who wouldn't get joy, let's say out of the purse. There's someone who maybe would like to own the purse, but really gets a kick out of not spending a lot of money, like loves getting their expenses as low as possible and feels like that is a game and gets a surge of dopamine, a surge of joy when they don't buy the purse because they find not buying it so satisfying, right? And then there's other kinds of people, right? There's probably people who buy the purse and like put it on a credit card when maybe that's not the best choice and then they might feel guilty about it. People like me buy the purse, feel happy about it, good to go. And then there's a person who might say, I really want that purse. I'm not going to buy it. And I feel really sad about it. (laughs) Like it takes a lot of discipline and effort for me to not buy that purse. So if you take the person who wants the purse and is sad not to buy it, and then the person who would like to have the purse, but also feels a lot of joy out of being really frugal 
or you take the person who doesn't want the purse at all, gets no value out of the purse. Like, do we applaud them all equally? Is it just not having a purse that's the thing? Or is it the discipline? Is it the quote unquote hard work? We really love hard work, right? Like, we really love to applaud people who work hard. And I don't, I don't know if I have an answer, a hypothesis here, not a hypothesis, a thesis here just yet. I just think it's really interesting that we applaud some people for doing things that come very easily and come very naturally to them because we think it requires hard work and discipline because maybe it would for us. And this could apply to a bunch of stuff, right? It could apply to when you wake up in the morning. It could apply to how you spend money, dietary choices for sure. I don't eat very much meat. I don't really want to eat very much meat. So it's not that hard for me as opposed to someone who absolutely loves eating steak and ribs and bacon. Like if they didn't eat meat, that would be a really heavy lift for them. So I think that's interesting. I said this was a mixed taste episode, but I really feel like I could talk about this for a really long time. So we might just pivot halfway and this is a one topic episode. It also made me think about, I think it was the last episode or the one before where I was talking about the idea of not like the other girls. And if you didn't listen to that one, or if you've never heard of not like the other girls, it's this phenomenon where People, mostly other women and girls, put women and girls down, usually for liking stereotypical things. I was very guilty of this in high school. I very much had an attitude of, oh, other girls like makeup and clothes. I like books because I'm really smart and so quirky. And there's this element of that too, right? Like I'm not everyone like everyone else. I don't eat meat or I'm not like everyone else. I wake up early every day or I'm not like everyone else. I only spend $10 a day to be alive. And sometimes those behaviors are really applauded. And I think the question I'm just trying to answer is, is it the behavior that we're excited about or is it the hard work and the discipline and the motivation and, and all that stuff that we're excited about? Oh, working out would be another really good example. I think we tend to assign kind of this moral value to people who work out every day or, or very often. And is that the right thing to do? Because one, is there any moral value in just in someone keeping themselves healthy. It feels right to say that this is probably something we all want to do for ourselves, but is there any moral value in it? Like, does it affect anyone else or an ethical decision being made here when I decide to work out in an effort to keep my body healthy? And does it matter if I work out because I want to keep my body healthy or because I think it's fun or because I want to look a certain way or because... I just like arbitrary gold stars. And so I do my Peloton a lot of days because they give you a bunch of little internet badges. I heard about a study. I was listening to Hidden Brain. Hidden Brain is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite podcasts. It's so good. They take some concept about human behavior, like regret or happiness or stage fright or whatever and analyze it every week. And it's literally the best. And there was an episode where they talked about genetic differences in how you feel when you exercise. And there are some people who are genetically disposed to really enjoy exercise. Have you heard of like a runner's high or how you get a lot of endorphins? Some people feel that a lot and some people feel miserable when they're exercising. And I had a hard time wrapping my brain around that at first because I really like exercising. I like moving my body. I always have. Maybe I've I've also tried a lot of different things. So I think I found things that feel really good for me. But then I remembered I really don't like working out in the morning. I don't run anymore. I used to run or jog quite a bit. And I really enjoyed running or jogging in the afternoon or in the evening, even late morning. But every time I tried to do it first thing in the morning, 
if I would try to get up and go for a run before work, I felt this very distinct sensation. Like I was a basketball being dribbled down the sidewalk. Like I just felt like my body was being slammed into the sidewalk again and again and again in a very unpleasant way. And when I think in my head, oh, for some people exercising, working out always feels that way. And for some people exercising always feels the way that I feel when I feel really good and really strong and work out. I thought, oh man, wow. That's so interesting that the experience is so different. And there is this weird thing that we do where we think that working out and exercising means that you're a person with these superior moral qualities. But would we still think that if we looked at it through the lens of some people just enjoy it, right? I think you can think of almost anything that we would ascribe moral value to, like telling the truth or giving to charity or helping other people. Is it different if you like it or you don't like it? I don't know. I'm just, it's a little late. I'm really chewing on this. I think it's a really interesting thing to think about. I'm trying to keep this idea in mind as I look around and see other people's spending recaps or their own personal finance stories. No one's better or worse because they enjoy or don't enjoy spending money. And no one's a better or worse human because they did or didn't make a specific purchase. I mean, unless it's like a really bad purchase, like if you bought something with swastikas on it or something. But in general, buying the purse, not buying the purse, it's not a moral choice. Spending money Let me put it another way. Your savings rate is morally neutral. You're allowed to spend your money regardless of whether you worked hard for it or not. Okay. Tell me if this is making sense. Tell me if this resonates at all. You know where to find me. It's after 10 PM. I gotta, I gotta go get my life together. (laughs) Next week, I will have my July spending recap. And then I've got some other ideas in store, but if you have anything you, you want, you want to talk about here, you just let me know. Thank you so, so much for listening. Especially thank you to Nalani P808 for leaving a five-star review. I am so glad that the topics I talk about always seem to coincide with what you're thinking or experiencing. That is because I am a mind reader and I have selected you. So keep thinking interesting thoughts and I'm going to keep stealing those ideas for podcast episodes. I'm kidding. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Good night.